just a carpenter, but for whom the angels sing. And who would have thought that as he grew and with other children played, this child with whom they laughed and sang would die for them someday. And who would have thought this little child?
And that's it. We're done. Look at what I found. Greg, where did you find this? Over there. Over there. That's a shame for someone who's a hundred dollars right here at Christmas. Wow, this is a fortune. Do you think somebody's looking for it? I suppose, but once they realize it's gone, they might not know where to start looking. We could file a report with security, and if no one claims it, I guess it could be yours. Really? Cool. I could buy an iPad, or a skateboard, or both. You think so? Well, they're about to get started. Let's watch over here.
Okay. Well, thanks. But this doesn't seem right. Please, it's different for, it's different for months. We'll take care of it with you. Are you sure? Yes, he does. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. You did the right thing, Greg.
going to join us. So kids, come on up. We're going we're gonna to do a performance now. This is entitled Peace, Peace. It speaks of how Jesus Christ is our peace throughout the holiday season, throughout the Christmas season. You know, a lot of times we want to find peace in Christmas gifts. We want to find peace in a home we may have. But Jesus Christ is the true reason for the season. He's the one that gives us that peace. How, how about it, kids? You look great. All right. Let's have a few of you come down here, guys. Y'all look great. Good job here. Go high five. There we go. Low five. Too slow five. All right. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, all right, choir, let's stand as we sing this wonderful song, Peace.
precious children. Oh, they did such a good job. Hello there. I love the way they share the Christmas spirit. Don't you? So, aren't you cold? I see you be cold all the time. And young man, you should be wearing a warm coat today like this. Honestly, I am a little cold. You know, if you'll stand up, I think I've got something to fit you. Let's try and see. Now the Lord gave us two rooms, but we're gonna do this one at a time. Okay. Thanks, but I can't wear your coat. Really, I'm fine. You know, you remind me of my son Jack. God bless him. He'd always leave home without a coat. There, that does look nice on you. Thanks, but I can't wear your coat. Really, I'm fine. You know, I may be getting a little pushy, but I'm married. I'm Luke. I don't think you're being pushy. Really, I think you're very nice. It's just that I've never had a stranger dress me in public before. <laughs> well, now that you say it like that, I guess it does sound a little strange. But I'm glad to see you wearing the coat, especially if it keeps you warm. Christmas present for your son Jack. He's really gonna like it. I wish it was. Last year my son was killed in a car accident. Oh Mary, I'm sorry. If I lost my son, I don't know what I'd do. Luke, I have family in my life, but it was not so my grace that got me through that terrible, terrible time. I know that to be true, but Right now, it's hard to see God's grace working in my life. Let me know if I'm being pushy again. But Luke, are you a little lost? <clears throat> Am I lost? Yes, I guess you could say that. My wife would be so upset if she knew I was sleeping in my car, looking for food in the trash. Like a homeless man. Oh, my dear man, what has happened to you? Last year at this time, my life was so different. I had a great job, a home. My family was happy. And? With a bad economy, I lost my job. I've been looking for work ever since. No prospects? None. I came to Chandler because I thought my chances of finding work were better. And? They're not. Luke, do you feel a little alone in this struggle? Sometimes, I do. Get the music started.
burden you with my problem. Oh, Luke, I don't have to know someone before praying for them or before helping them. I understand, but... Are you thinking of giving up and going home? No. I keep thinking things will change. But the way things are going, well, we may be celebrating our Christmas in July. I wish I had presents for my kids. I'm sure they would much rather have you home with them. Oh, I'm sure they would. Luke, Christmas is about Jesus. Do you have the faith that he'll help you? Yes, I have faith, but I feel I've disappointed God and my family. Do you honestly think you could disappoint them? Mainly I'm frustrated. My family's suffering. We've been praying for months. Luke, just because God seems to be silent does not mean he's absent. God is always faithful. I'm just tired and discouraged. And you know, God is not shaken by your situation or your reaction to him. During days of uncertainty, his word brings us peace and answers. Wow. Looks like I've been trying to solve this problem on my own. How's it looking for you? It's not. Oh, I'm sorry, Luke. My daughter's looking for me. Sarah Catherine, come over here and let me introduce you to my new friend. Luke, this is my daughter, Sarah Catherine. Sarah Catherine, this is Luke. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. She's in charge of the pantry. Oh. Mm -hmm. Don't be discouraged. God has a plan for your life. In fact, he's working even now. And I'm going to pray that you have a very Merry Christmas. And up, children. Remember, all glory goes to God, for he deserves our praise and he deserves our worship. Bye, sugar. Merry Christmas. I'll remember. Thanks, Mary. Bye, honey. I'll remember. Oh, no. Mary, you forgot your coat and your Bible.
Thank you. Are you looking for a job? Yes, ma'am. Here, need a pen? Thanks. But I haven't found anything yet. I know, it's tough out there. Look here, I could be a fry cook. But I don't think my family's really want to want to do a job. Probably not. Oh, now here you go. The perfect job. I could be a dog walker. <laughs> I like to walk. And I like dogs. Oh, it'll happen. I have faith. And I'm certainly learning patience.
Yes, it was. Well, you know, I, uh, I did my shopping earlier this week. And I always want to give my three points. Did I say a little puppy? <laughs> May I say that to you? Please do. Oh, okay, thank you. Was the time. 
first received service. I mean, no Sarah would be angry if I didn't invite you home to dinner for our service. Are you sure Sarah won't mind a stranger in her home? <laughs> Look, if you knew my wife Sarah, you, you wouldn't ask that question. <laughs> well, I'd like to meet her. Thank you. Look. I know musicians. I know musicians, yes. But I'd like to offer you our spare room. Now, it's not much, but it's warm and comfortable. This is a miracle. How'd you know I'd need lodging? I can't believe you would do all this for a stranger. Well, look, here in Matthew 25, Jesus says, because you did it least of these, you did all things I Pastor, today, I have seen that scripture come to life. A young boy named Greg reminded me that God loves me. And the hot dog vendor shared with me that God provides. Dear sweet Mary shared with me that all glory She changed my life with the reassurance that God works in His time. And Pastor, you inspired me to walk by faith. You see, once I was hungry and I was fed, I was naked and I was clothed, I was thirsty. I was given drink. I was without shelter and was given lodging. I was a prisoner within my own life. And I was visited and set free. I was a stranger and you invited me in. Luke, God has certainly given you Christmas miracle. Amen, Pastor. Amen. He is the God of all miracles.
me ask you to bow your head just for a moment. I just want you to reflect uh, on what we've heard and seen today. You know, I believe uh, this uh, musical drama uh, can speak uh, on a lot of different levels. Uh, possibly you've come today and you are not a follower of Jesus Christ. You've never acknowledged that the Lord Jesus Christ is the one true God. You've never put your trust in Him. You've never surrendered your life to Him. And uh, today you have that opportunity. You've heard of the one who left heaven, who came to this earth to die for your sin. The Bible says the one who knew no sin, Jesus, became sin, became who and what you are. He took your punishment in order that you might know forgiveness, that you might know his righteousness, that you might know eternal life. And I would appeal to you today to trust him, uh, to surrender your life to him, uh, to open up your heart and invite him in, uh, to deliver you not only from the penalty and guilt and punishment of sin, but the very power of sin, uh, to be able to walk in a new way, in a new life, uh, through his power that will reside in you. And then possibly you're a believer like Luke Hamilton, and uh, you're struggling, you're hurting, there's a particular need in your life. It may not be a financial need like Luke's, it could be a, a relational crisis, it could be some other personal uh, adversity in your life, and I trust you've been encouraged in your faith today. And you've been reminded that the one who did not even spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, for you, if he did that, why would we ever doubt that he would not freely give us all things that we need? So I would encourage you, if you're a believer and you're going through a difficult time, to put your trust in him, to acknowledge your faith in God, and to wait on him, knowing that he will provide provide in his perfect time. And then for all of us who are believers, you could not miss uh, the primary message, uh, that we're God's instruments to extend his presence in this world, to express the character of Christ. And as we demonstrate his love to others, it's really an opportunity to worship Jesus and to demonstrate our love uh, for him. As I shared uh, last week with our widows and widowers at their luncheon. Uh, Christmas is not just a story to be told, it's a life to be lived. And even as Jesus left heaven to come to this earth to die for you and I, you and I as believers would take the initiative to leave our comforts and to reach out to others and to sacrifice and to give in order that we might demonstrate Jesus to them to share his love and the plan of salvation. So I pray that every single person in this congregation right now would be responding to God, either coming to know him through faith in Jesus Christ or as a believer placing your faith that you will meet a particular need in your life or as a believer to step out in faith uh, to invest and give to the life of others. Father, speak. Uh, to our hearts. Uh, Lord, thank you for your infinite love for us. 
And that Jesus died for us, that we might know new life in Jesus Christ, and that is the greatest of all miracles. And Father, I pray that you would bring any lost person in this service this day to that very miracle of finding new life in Christ. And then, Father, for every believer, I pray that you would encourage their hearts, you would stimulate their faith as they would put their trust in you and their particular need. And then as believers, that you would uh, empower us by your love. Uh, this Christmas season is never before uh, to reach out to others, uh, to see that as an opportunity uh, not only to love others and to show others the way to Jesus, but in doing that, an opportunity to love and worship you. Uh, for it's in Christ's name we do pray. Amen. The choir is going to sing that song one more time, uh, God of Miracles. And I would invite you to stand. And I want us to sing along with them as a closing uh, worship. Uh, I will stand in the front. If there's anyone that has a uh, decision of any nature, you would like to declare your faith in Jesus. Or you would want to become a part of this church family at Edgewood. We would be uh, glad to have you begin that process and uh, receive you this morning. So I'll be at the front to greet anyone that has uh, any type of decision of that nature. But let's join uh, the choir and worship him together. God.
this would be the appropriate time to express your uh, love and appreciation for the uh, choir, drama folks, all the instrumentalists, uh, everyone that was involved in the presentation. And just remember as you leave, uh, make sure you purchase your tickets for the uh, hoedown uh, in the vestibule. Luke? I know we're probably mostly home folk here. I just want to thank you for coming. And I just want to leave you with four of the greatest miracles. First miracle was Christ's birth. The second miracle was your birth. The third miracle, if you're a believer, is your rebirth. And scripture says, unless a man be born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. The fourth miracle is, again, if you're a believer, is eternal life. If you're a believer, you will live forever with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus said, if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come, not I might, I will come again and receive you to myself. That where I am, you may be also. And then I want to share two miracles that happened within the cast. You know, we put on the Easter drama, and things were going fine. We had dear sweet Mary. She was in a wheelchair. Well, when we started rehearsing for this in August, she was with a walker. Well, shortly after that, she went to a chiropractor. And she's walking without a cane, without a walker, and not even in a wheelchair. And then our precious director, Francia Motier. We got ready to go for a rehearsal, and I come, I get a call from Andy, and he says, Francia's in the hospital with broken heart syndrome. Now, I know she's not old, but I did think she was a little too old to have broken heart syndrome. But literally, when we found out, she was literally 50-50 chance of life. And God has definitely given her life. Amen. So there's miracles all the time. I just pray that we as God's children will see more than see we would acknowledge because he is the God of all miracles. Amen. Amen.